Do you know that over 80% of women will experience hair thinning at some point in their life? Viviscal hair growth supplements are 100% drug-free and clinically proven to achieve thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. Recommended by doctors and stylists, Viviscal is the number one selling hair growth supplement in the U.S. In just three months, it is clinically proven to help achieve thicker, fuller hair. Plus, there is free shipping and a 90-day money-back guarantee. Go to Viviscal.com and use code Jana for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off at Viviscal.com and use code Jana. Taking time for daily self-care is more important than ever. That's why I love Olay Body's new collection of skincare-inspired body washes. They transform your shower into a day spa. Like Olay Body's cleansing and firming body wash with vitamin B3 complex and collagen. It's powerful, hydrating care for your body, meaning firmer, radiant, and more youthful-looking skin. Ready to transform your shower? Try all three of Olay Body's beautifully indulgent body washes in stores, online, and anywhere body washes are sold. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, no more loving. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am 54-year-old married man, and I've been married for 36 years. My wife and I have 12 kids, so my wife has never worked a day in her life besides raising our family. I've always done my best to keep us on track financially, working two or three jobs at times. I have always been the best dad I could be, and I make sure my family is well taken care of. My only problem is that my wife does not do her part by making sure I'm well taken care of. When I come in from work, she doesn't want me to kiss her or touch her lovingly. It's a peck on the cheek, and then she goes into the other room. When we're in bed together, we are just lying side by side, talking or watching TV. Then she goes straight to sleep. I don't get any kind of loving anymore. She used to really enjoy the oral thing, but she hasn't done that in years. If I ask for a little bit of intimacy... I'm sorry. Excuse me? I'm sorry. Uh, Was there something you wanted to say? I just heard you say years, and it just drew a reaction. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, years. If I um, ask for a little bit of intimacy, she tells me... Heck no, and that I'm disrespectful. She tells me, hell no. (laughs) I'm disrespectful, and I only think of myself and my needs. We used to have some wild, freaky good times together, but now she won't even rub my back if I've had a long day at work. I have given her a nice six-bedroom house, and we have four cars for her to choose from in the driveway. I let her control all of the money that's left over after we pay household expenses. She cooks most days because she enjoys cooking for the family. I would say that she has a great life, so she should be a little more excited to take care of me when I need some attention. I am still young and I have needs. How can I get the romance and sex back into our marriage? Please help. Hmm. Well, I would say that uh, on the surface, based on, you know, what you've written here, uh, she has a great life too. 36 years of marriage to a very hardworking man, sometimes two and three jobs, a good dad, you say. Um, You know, you give her the money, you try to take care of them financially and everything. You guys have 12 kids that she loves to cook for. She's never worked outside the house. Sounds like that's a pretty good start. Seems like she would be happy with that. Uh, But clearly, she's not. Something is wrong here. She's upset about something. She's going through something. Um, uh, I, I heard you talk a lot about what you do for the family and the work and the kids and financially and all of this. You want her to rub your back and... And uh, your wife's told you now that 
you're disrespectful and that you only think of yourself and your needs. Now, this makes me think that, you know, in this letter, you said a lot of wonderful things, but I didn't hear anything about, you know, date nights or 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 uh, I didn't hear that she has any me time for herself, a girl's night out or any any place or any time where she can just be alone and just do her. Maybe she needs to get away, you know, on a, on a trip or, or something to rejuvenate her. You know, she needs to get out of the house. I mean, you know, it could be something else. It could be that she's going through depression. It could be, you know, her libido is low. It could be a lot of things. Menopause. It could be a lot of things. I think that um, what I'm feeling, though, about this letter is that she, she just needs some me time. She just needs to... Um, go to the spa, something like that. She, 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 What you said about her gave me the clue. You only think of yourself and your needs. So maybe she doesn't feel like you're really catering to her needs. Yes, you've given her all these things, but sometimes, you know, she just wants you. You're, you're away from the house a lot, I, I'm assuming, if you're, if you're uh, working two or three jobs. So maybe she's just tired when you come home. Maybe, you know, you guys need some counseling because it sounds like um, that's what it is. I mean, I think the two of you need to reassess your marriage and do some counseling. It's not just about the intimacy right now. You guys need to work on your marriage. And I think that's where the problem is. Steve? Uh, I got it. I see this whole problem. I saw it from the very beginning of the letter, Shirley. See, uh, the advantage I have is when a dude writes a letter, I have an advantage because I happen to be a guy. I think you have the advantage, Shirley, when women write letters because you have a special insight to how women think and feel. Uh Well, I have a special insight when men write how they think and feel. Here's what the whole problem is, and he tells it to us in the beginning. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 54-year-old married man. I've been married for 36 years. You do the math, they got married at 18. My wife and I have 12 kids. Twelve. Come on. So my wife has never worked a day in her life besides raising our family. Pump the brakes, homie. Did you hear what you just said? Mm. You said that your wife has never worked a day in her life. <laughs> besides raising our family. Dog, y'all got 12 kids. This woman been pregnant since y'all been married. This woman has either been pregnant or about to get pregnant the entire time y'all been married. Y'all got 12 kids. She done worked every day of her damn life. The problem is... You don't recognize that. Right. That's the problem with this damn letter. Hang on, Steve. Hold that thought. We'll be back. Subject, no more loving. Let's go. Like I said, I only got a short way in this letter. This 54-year-old man married for 36 years, which means he's been married since he was 18 to the same woman. My wife and I have 12 kids. Then he says, so my wife has never worked a day in her life besides raising our family. Hold up, partner. That's all she's ever done is work. Anybody that just stayed home with four kids 
three kids, two kids, hell, one, one. kid. She been at the house with 12 of them. And then you say, never worked a day in her life besides raising our family. That's the beginning of what's wrong with this letter. And then all of this stuff you say is good is coming from you. I've always done my best to keep us on track financially, working two, three jobs at a time. Well, you was making babies, though. You made 12 kids. <laughs> you got, you know, there's, there's consequences. Now, you got to go work two, three jobs. I have always been the best dad I could be, and I make sure my family is well taken care of. I'm pretty sure she's been the best mom she could be, and I guarantee you she's making sure all of y'all have been taken care of. My only problem is that my wife does not do her part in making sure I'm well taken care of. Wait a minute, hold up, dog. Are you listening? Did you read the letter before you sent it to us? Everything you're saying of this letter is about you. The only problem is that my wife does not do her part in make what she got 12 kids she didn't have. What else you wanted to do, dog? You've been getting sex, you didn't get a lot of sex. You gotta have a lot of sex to make 12 kids. You had sex a lot. So that, that ain't the problem. So you've been getting taken care of, partner. When I come home from work, she don't want me to kiss her and touch her. Her, her, it wants or touch her lovingly. No, because it could lead to another damn baby. Get your damn hands off of me. We got 12. I don't want 13. It's a peck on the cheek and then she off to the other room. Now, when we are in bed together, we just laying side by side talking and watching TV. Then she goes straight to sleep. I don't get any kind of loving anymore. That she used to really enjoy the oil thing, but she ain't done that in years. Okay, let's 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 talk about this line right here. She used to really enjoy the old thing, but she ain't done that in years. Now everything about you in this letter. Mm-hmm. That's what she told him. When the last time you didn't enjoy doing something to her, for her, uh oh, <laughs> and it got quiet. Mm-hmm. But she ain't done that in years. No. Because you ain't been doing nothing in years. If I ask for a little bit of intimacy, she tells me, hell no. And now this is where Shirley nailed you. She tells me, hell no, and that I'm disrespectful, and I only think of myself and my needs. And I think she's absolutely correct, because to just be honest with you, bruh, that's all you've talked about in this letter is you, your needs what she don't do for you, what you done for the family. She ain't never worked a day in her life besides raising the family. You don't think that's a hard job, dog, raising 12 kids? I mean, come on, man. Damn, I ain't just jumping on you, bro, but you got to look at this letter you wrote, man. This ain't a good look. Now, we used to have some wild, freaky good times together. Yeah, you 12 kids, dog. I told you, you had a lot of sex. Mm-hmm. I told you that. I, didn't I say that? Yeah, you did. But now she won't even rub my back. If I had a long day at work, I have given her a nice six-bedroom house. No, well, hold on, man. Don't you stay there? Right. I've given her a nice six-bedroom house, and we have four cars for her to choose from in the driveway. Don't you drive all four of them? I mean, a six-bedroom house and four cars on versus the 12 kids she gave. Dog, are you, can you add? Six bedrooms and four cars, that still ain't but 10 items. She gave you 12 kids. 
You short, <laughs> bro. You short anyway. You do the math on this part. I like that. Steve. <laughs> I mean, dog. I mean, really. I let her control all the money. Well, you got to. You had three jobs. You ain't at the house. That's left over after we pay household. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I let her control all the money that's left over after we pay household expenses. She cooks most days because she enjoys cooking for the family. I would say that she has, I would say that she's got a great life. So she should be a little more excited to take care of me when I need some attention. I'm still young and I have needs. How can I get the romance and sex back in our marriage? Why don't you put it back in there? You know, while she cooking and enjoying for the family, maybe the, she feel like the family appreciate her. You've lost appreciation for your girl. You keep making demands on her without fulfilling none of her needs. She's just not a baby maker, dog. She is a woman. Sorry. All right. You're wrong on this one, homie. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, as always. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It feels like so many books these days are getting the Hollywood treatment. And I am one of those people that has to read the book before I watch the movie. This is Dana Schwartz, host of the brand new podcast, Popcorn Book Club. I talked four of my smartest and funniest friends into starting a book club with me, where we read super buzzy books and talk about them every week. I thought he was, was going to get an MFA in writing and then write the book about them. And then she reads Oh, great. Before we go into the rest of the book, can we just all say our favorite Ruffalos? My Ruffalo (laughs) of preference is from Eternal Sunshine of the Spice. The glasses. Good Ruffalo. Read the book along with us or don't. No pressure. This is an English class. We won't tell. We're talking Normal People by Sally Rooney. I Know This Much Is True by Wally Lamb. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. So many more awesome books, all of them becoming movies or TV series that then we watch and also judge and talk about. So join the club. Listen to Popcorn Book Club on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Baratunde Thurston, and I feel like we're having a moment. When Officer Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd, Something in America broke. I'm going to try to explain it. From the COVID connection to what defund the police actually means. When Donald Trump encourages cops not to choke people, you know something's different. Listen to We're Having a Moment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts.